Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacles stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit first strategies and we share the authentic ups and downs of being an entrepreneur. Today's episode is another Mike Michalowicz special edition Yes, the world's most prolific author on entrepreneurship, the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Clockwork, Fix This Next, and his newest book that will be coming out in the fall, Different is Better, Mike Michalowicz is here, and we are diving into his email box again. Thanks for joining, Mike. Thank you, Danielle. It's a joy always to be with you. All right, you you ready to dig in? Let's go. Let's go. Here we roll. This came in from John B. He said, hey, Mike, I'm just letting you know that I've decided to take action to make my small business profitable. I have a small pest control company in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and last year I saw a profit of around $30,000, but I had absolutely nothing to show for it. I can honestly say I have no idea where it went, and I'm going to follow this plan, and I believe changes will come. I did have a question about debt and what account I should take it from if I'm trying to pay off debt. I'm thinking that I should take it out of owner's comp until debt is gone so long as I don't touch the profit account, but what would you recommend? Thank you again. So uh, John B., actually, I would recommend you don't touch the owner's comp account. Owner's comp is a normalized salary, meaning a consistent salary for you to take so that you can live a lifestyle off that. It defines your lifestyle. Sadly, most entrepreneurs uh, that don't use a profit-first system, any money that's available, they take home, plus some often out of credit cards and so forth, and then they expend all that money, and next week or next month, they're panicked to get money again. It's a very volatile lifestyle. But if you have a predictable income coming home, your lifestyle at home will become predictable, and that's the control we want. When it comes to debt, actually, we do use the profit account. That is the one exception to profits intended distribution of shareholders. So when the debt's gone, we will use profit to pay you a bonus check, to live out a life dream or whatever you want with it. It's your money. But when we have debt, realize you lived beyond the company's means. Means you incurred more expenses than the business could afford, hence accumulating debt. The only way, and literally the only way to pay off debt is to make more money today than you're spending. So you have extra reserve money to pay back those past you know, sins. So that's the profit account. We're gonna continue the profit habit. We accumulate profit, 
Then we take the money from the profit account or a portion of it, hit the debt as hard as we can, and let profit accumulate again. The next quarter, hit it as hard again as we can until the debt is finally eradicated. What happens during this process is we are practicing accumulating profit in that profit account. Then once the debt's fully eradicated, the next profit check that comes out, the full distribution goes to you, John B. Now, one other thing, I still want you to take a small portion of that profit as you're doing this. We have to build that reward mechanism. Not having access to any of your profit and seeing it accumulate and disappear can become deflating. Therefore, it's important that you get those endorphins going, that dopamine release in your brain of getting a small profit distribution. I suggest when profits accumulated and you're doing the quarterly distributions to pay off debt, that 95 to 99% of that money is going to crush your debt. 1% goes to you, or 5%, depends what threshold you picked, to still celebrate. Ultimately, when that debt's gone, and it'll go pretty quickly, I suspect, and make sure you don't accumulate any new debt, that's key as you're doing this, once that debt's fully eradicated, that next profit distribution, it's 100% to you, the shareholder. And you know why John B. is going to be successful in this? Because I love when he says, I'm going to follow this plan and I believe changes will come. I've been around this profit first world now for over three and a half years. And it's just interesting, the people that I've come into contact to when I've traveled with you and you've done your keynote speeches and, you know, talking to individuals throughout this three and a half years. And it's just so funny how the people that declare that they believe it will work, it does work for them. The people who are like, well, this isn't going to work for me. And they come up with all these excuses. You know what? They're right. It isn't going to work for them because they don't believe in it. They, they think that they're the exception to the rule and such. So it really takes belief and a determination to make this work because it is a proven cash management system. And now hundreds of thousands of small businesses have become permanently profitable by following the plan and believing the change will come and guess what it has for them. And that's what this podcast exists for is to share those experiences and those stories. So John B., I am inviting you to be a future Profit First Nation guest next year when I'm sure you have already paid off your debt and you are now uh, using that profit to celebrate big time. I love that. Hope John B. is going to show up. All right. Um, next email says, hey, Mike, loving reading the book, and I've started to implement Profit First in my business, but I'd like to ask a couple of questions, please. First, how important is it to have a Profit First accountant? There only seems to be one in the UK. If I explain the bank accounts to my accountant, would they not be able to easily understand it? And uh, the second question says, I've got, uh, I've got to the part where you talk about distributing current money into your account. You suggest the current income account become the OPEX account. I'd like to keep this as an income to save all of our clients having to update their details. I guess that's okay, question mark. And uh, third is, is the reason you suggest to keep it the admin easy on our end, not having to dial in new payment details for all of our suppliers? Many thanks, Nick. So um, let's kind of do this in reverse order. In regards to setting up and distributing money, um, why I suggest that setting up the current income account become the OPEX account, it was actually uh, the, not an income or OPEX account. It's what's called a primary checking account. So most businesses have a primary checking account where their deposits go in and they pay their bills from. 
what I suggest is converting that typically to an income account. And the reason is, is often your deposits, it's harder to make adjustments to where money's being deposited than it is for where you're paying out of. Usually it's at the same bank you can go in and change, you know, withdraw money from this new account to pay bills. It's harder if you're getting ACH, that's in the US, it may be different in the UK, but you're getting wire transfers in and so forth to reprogram all your clients. But it doesn't matter what you do. What matters is we make it as easy on you as possible. So if it's easier to make that current existing account OPEX than the new one an income account, do it. Interestingly, that's actually what we did for our own business. If it's easier to actually set up a new income account and a new OPEX account and leave that original account as just a holding account, or maybe you make it some other account, that's fine too. At the end of the day, we want to set up the five foundational accounts and do it as easy as possible for you. Um, then the question says, uh, is the reason you suggested to keep the admin easy on our end? And the answer is yes. The next thing is it important to have a profit first accountant. I would say yes. And why equate this to is like a, like a trainer for a gym. You've been given the exercise book. You can right now go to the gym and start exercising and you know all the routines to follow. The question is, are you doing it right? And uh, I've seen people go to the gym and they, they lift too much weight too early and they injure themselves. They actually do the wrong exercises for what they're looking to achieve and they don't get the results they want. And accountability they struggle with it. They're like, ah, I don't feel like going today. Well, it's just me, so I guess I won't go. The next level up is you can have an accountability partner. Accountability partners are great, meaning do profit first with someone else, another entrepreneur. The beauty of this is now there's accountability that if you don't want to do it, your partner may be saying, no, we have to do this. Now, sometimes collusion kicks in and your partner says, I don't want to do this. And you're like, I don't want to do it either. I've seen this at the gym. One partner goes, you know, we got to go to the gym today. And the other one's like, I don't want to go. I'd rather have donuts. And the other one's like, donuts? That's a good idea. And now they're, they're at Dunkin' Donuts instead of the gym. So collusion can become dangerous. Trainers are, are it's hard to find a trainer that fails you unless the trainer is not competent. A trainer is paid specifically to be there for you. So they're there 100% of the time. They train hundreds, thousands of other people. So they know the exercises that work and don't work. They're on the cutting edge. So what you read in the, the magazine, the exercises you need to do, maybe there's been updates or changes. Well, that's what Profit First Professionals are. I, I consider them the trainers. They do this with lots of other folks. They can give you uh, real-time, real-world experience. They can tell you how to adjust the percentages. So in the book, I talk about TAPS, target allocation percentages. Well, I base that upon my research of about 1,000 different companies. Well, your business may have not been included in there. Unlikely it is. And uh, your industry may not have been included in there. It'd be more interesting and more relevant to get data on your own industry. Well, that's what a profit-first professional can do. They can give you much more specific target allocation percentages. They can adjust much more dynamically. They can apply the newest research and learnings. We've had hundreds of new findings at the macro and micro level of profit-first ever since the book's been conceived. So I really encourage you to consider a profit-first professional. In the UK, there is more than one. I dare say we have uh, almost a dozen active folks in the UK. Um, some of them market themselves more effectively perhaps than others, but I invite you to go to profitfirstprofessionals.com, click on find a profit first professional, and we'll help make a match out in the UK. And, you know, a lot of people out there are accountants and bookkeepers and coaches who have read Profit First and teach Profit First uh, but I really challenge you to make sure that you verify individuals' credentials 
and ensure that they are a certified profit first professional. Because I mean, if you've listened to this podcast for more than three or four episodes, there are a lot of twists and turns and 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 really applying advanced profit first strategies that, you know, I mean, if Mike wrote a book on everything, it would be um, probably 10 times the size of the Bible. So <laughs> a profit first professional has been certified and, you know, has has a community of other profit first professionals to bounce things off of and really get specific information. And again, a lot of people out there think they got this, but if they're not a certified profit first professional, I've seen it. It's and I've seen what they're saying and it's it's not right. It's it's not accurate. It's not really doing profit first right. So I I I I'm not slamming people, but there is a huge difference between someone who is actually a certified profit first professional, has gone through extensive training yes. and has worked with the guides, worked with everyone at Profit First headquarters, and then works with other Profit first professional accountant, bookkeepers, and coaches. Um, it's 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 a whole different ball game. Yeah, well, yeah. Just to add that, we I see often enthusiasm out there, but it's truly unbridled enthusiasm, and and people who are not certified unintentionally are putting out misinformation. I this may be too harsh of an analysis, but it's like uh, someone that's uh, a quack doctor and says, "Yeah, it's easy to stick you with Botox, and they make you go blind or something." It's a little bit harsh, but when someone doesn't understand the process, they're they're not deploying it correctly. I've seen them do more damage to businesses than good. And the the worst thing is now that business says, "Well, clearly, prop first doesn't work because my accountant uh, was unable to help me." And the reality is, no, that that accountant doesn't get it, and and they hurt your business. So just be really cautious around that. All right, let's go to the next email. This came in uh, from Christy, and I know that because it says, "Hi, Mike. My name is Christy." <laughs> And I'm a personal trainer and group instructor turning my side hustle into hopefully a full-time gig. I am almost through Profit First and have taken the first step to set my profit account and have been putting in 10%. I know you said 1%, but what can I say? I am excited. I am ready to take the next step. I really think that Profit First mindset will work for me in business and otherwise, because if I see it, I have it, I spend it. I'm a sucker for all those cute Many things by the checkout line at the store. I, Chrissy, I get it. And uh, Lululemon, I don't know what that Lululemon. is. Lululemon. A Lululemon. Lululemon. What's that? Oh my gosh. Uh, it is uh, fabulous fitness wear. Um, and if oh. this is her industry, it's like the Chanel for fitness instructors. I Lululemon. got you. Okay. So yeah, especially that, it makes sense. Chrissy's a personal trainer. That must be purely addictive. But she says, if it is not there, I can be frugal as hell. Anyway, you get the point. Says I'm a little confused on what to do next for my accounts because I'm I really am just starting out. I have two clients so far and teach about five group exercise classes a week. I am the only employee and the owner, so my accounts I know I will need to set up profit and taxes, but of which I can set up at USS USAA or have an account for my car loan. Now because I am my only employee and still work full time, my income goes right into my checking account. BBT, uh, some of which I'm moving to savings also at BBT every month. How should I split this up? Uh, should I keep the savings and make the rainy day fund, then checking my, then change my checking account to operating expenses, uh, equipment, and so forth? Or do I add an operating cost account with BBT and keep the checking as the income? 
can you tell my parents did all my accounting for me and I failed math, business and accounting school? I have realized this is a complex question and may not make sense not being able to see the current accounts, but any insight you can offer a single lady with a startup would be very helpful. I'm excited to make this work. Okay, that's from Christy F. So uh, Christy, first of all, uh, you sound awesome. I just love the energy in this email and I totally get the checkout line syndrome. Those little things, you know, they, they put them there specifically because they know people will have a weak moment and buy. And that's why Profit First is set up to when we're presented with weak moments and it happens all the time in different forms that we don't have easy access to our money. So when it comes to some of these accounts, my, I don't need to see all the accounts you have. My question back to you, Christy, is which bank do you like the most? And that's the starting point. With USAA or BBT or any other bank, do you have one that you feel most comfortable with, easy access, you have a good report at that bank, you feel that their support's good, all that stuff. Remember this, banks are vendors. They are not government entities, even though we often treat them that way, that they have this omnipotent power over us. They do not. Either uh, they will earn your business or they won't. So you select the bank you want to work with. If it's one of your existing banks, pick your favorite of these two and set up five accounts at the bank. The five are income, profit, owner's comp, tax, and OPEX. If you have existing accounts, you can convert them over their names and so forth. But whatever you do is convert in a way that's easy for you. If you currently have transactions going into one account, all the deposits going into one account, probably easy to make that your income account. If you're paying all the bills from that account and income comes in uh, from PayPal and you transfer it over, well, make that account you're paying your bills from, make that your OPEX account. If you have one account, everything goes into it, you, all your deposits and you're paying bills from it, that's called a primary checking account. Just pick one, call your income account, and then let's set up a new OPEX account and transfer money there and start paying bills from there. But you pick the bank you like, and you set up the five accounts. What you have currently established isn't so critical, and I wouldn't put unnecessary value in that. Going to the bank, getting your butt over there, and setting up an account, or one account versus five, takes just as long. I mean, it doesn't add any more time. If you're going to have to set up one more account, you might as well do these correctly from the get-go. At the second bank, perhaps it's BBT, we're actually looking to uh, make it inconvenient. We don't want easy access to it. So uh, if that bank has online banking and, and an ATM card and stuff, shred that ATM card, uh, ask them if you can disable online banking, which maybe you won't be able to. But that second bank, except the two accounts, the profit hold and the tax hold, we're going to transfer money over there to hide money away. But I'll give you a secret of how to make your bank account lock solid proof from you or from anyone else with the current setup. And this is the old trick they use with the nuclear code when they're going to release a nuclear weapon, two keys to be turned at once. Give a trusted confidant, maybe a loved one, maybe a business colleague, the username or, yeah, I would give them the username for your bank, but let them set the username so you don't know what it is. You can change usernames at banks. Then you keep the password or you could do reverse. If you know what the username is, you don't give them the username. You let them set the password without telling you the password. Now, the only way you can unlock that is turning the two keys at once. You have to call your confidant and say, I need the password. Can you enter this? May they come over to meet with you? Uh, and then you enter the username and voila, you're in. And this way, you also have a measure to prevent them from getting in. Now, this is not, you know, this is not security uh, mastery. This is a very basic security. And uh, I'm sure if there's some people listening that specialize in bank security or any form of internet security, they're like, oh shit, that's a little bit dangerous and they're rolling their eyes. I get that. I'm just saying that we need to make sure this account in some way is inaccessible to you, the profit hold and the tax hold, 
so that money can accumulate. And, you know, I would just also challenge Christy to make sure that she is using that owner's pay account for business. So really set up, stick to the profit first plan for your business, because yes, you do work separately and you do have another job and you're making income on that. And that income probably goes straight into your personal checking account. So really set up these 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 five core accounts separately, specifically for the business. And when you when you allocate to your owner's pay account each allocation day, then you'll pay yourself from that owner's pay account to your personal checking account. Um, since it doesn't seem like you're using um, you're you're paying yourself a salary um, using a payroll service. So um, just make sure that there is a definite delineation between your business accounts and that owner's pay account for your business. And then you, when you pay yourself from that owner's pay account, that's when it goes into your personal checking account. And that's when you use that money to live off of pay rent, buy food, et cetera, right? Exactly. Well, thank you again, Mike, for joining us on another great episode. If you would like to work with a profit-first professional bookkeeper, accountant, or coach, then please visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on Contact, and there you'll be able to connect with a certified Profit First professional, bookkeeper, accountant, or coach. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. 